Uh, what up, what up, what it is, what it do. It is March the 24th. And we are coming here live for episode number nine. I'm here joined by my brother, Joe Wells. What it is, what it do, baby boo. What up, son? All right, please, if you haven't, hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts and support us. We are on Twitter. We are on Instagram, at Common nonsense so please sign up there to get your updates as we will be sending them on a pretty regular basis good job joel our social media manager you're welcome so if you see any like really crazy commentary on any of the blogs or instagram if you see any of that stuff it's joel it's joel stirring up trouble it's not me i got it i got it i have not I got into I got Promise into you. it with some somebody who said I was signing into the Common Nonsense account to like my own posts to help boost my numbers. And while I am shameless enough to do something like that, absolutely, one hundred percent, it was not me. It was Joel. Thank you. It was me. <laughs> it was me. I actually like your tweets, <laughs> like like your regular tweets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them from our account. Yeah, yeah. I actually want to like get into a rebuttal with you, like go into a fight over <laughs> Twitter. And you'd be like, come on, man, we're on the same side. Yeah, nope. I wouldn't. I, go back and I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Thank God, man. That'd be dumb. But you know, Joel, there's a lot of dumb stuff going on. And we just kind of shook our head as we came up with all the trending things that were going on over the last week. And where else do we start? But in the cesspool state of Florida, where the city of Miami, Joel, had to call in a state of emergency because there were the spring breakers were going and causing a freaking pandemonium down there, dancing on cars, causing all types of carnage. We saw fights with titties all out. Joel, man. I mean, you saw the videos. You saw all the world star videos, man. What, what the hell were you thinking when you saw that? First of all, shout out to Michael Rappaport. This guy gets all the videos sent to him. Yeah. And he had one that I saw. This started okay. the beginning of spring break. Some guy ditches the bill at some restaurant. He gets tackled by two waiters. That's happening on the right side of the street. <laughs> on the left side of the street, because traffic got blocked, a twerk party happened in the middle of the street and started twerking. Yeah, yeah, so I saw that. is going left for twerking, right yeah. for the fight. Left yeah. for twerking. Yeah. I was like, yes, it started. And that was like Tuesday. They started strong. <laughs> Joe, we spoke about this on our last podcast. We said that this summer was going to be crazy. And I'm here to tell you that this Miami spring break and this whole state of emergency, this is only the beginning. I'm not going to go crazy on college kids who are out there trying to blow off steam from a crazy semester. They're probably having in college, away from family, having to mask up, being sent to dorms. I don't even know what the situation is for them. But I'm going to blame the institutions. This shouldn't even be a spring break. What are you doing? You should have asked those kids to stay their ass in school, finish the semester early so that everyone could go home earlier and like start their summers, man. So everybody could get vaccinated and we can return to somewhat of a normal, you know, like you think this is bad. Just you wait. So did you hear Alaska was the first state to stop prioritizing certain groups, right? Alaska? Yeah, Alaska. What, what do they, they, they no, stop no, no. giving to Eskimos? I, I mean, yeah, exactly. Because I assume there's only people who train and run in that Iditarod trails like <laughs> race that's what i was thinking and living there anyway so who cares about them but mississippi michigan west virginia utah arizona georgia will give vaccines for anyone over the age of 16 by the time this pod comes out oklahoma texas ohio north dakota by the end of the week and by may most of the states will make all the vaccines available for everyone so remember you still have plenty of the idiots who are going to be eligible be like nah i don't want to because they don't understand because they don't understand how vaccines work so they just say whatever they hear on fox news or oan because you know medicine is like a political issue but but by memorial day plenty of folks will be fully vaccinated you're gonna see vaccinated and unvaccinated go out in huge groups and party and bullshit and man we gonna walk around like this is like it's the flu but backwards remember early on it was like hey this doesn't even have the kill rate of the flu so who cares i ain't wearing a mask now it's gonna be like yo we live with the flu who cares man i'm telling you miami was just the start you're gonna see videos like this all over all summer i hope you're ready for this and all we're gonna dude. do is just shrug our shoulders like damn i can't believe it people are dying again dude you said this summer's gonna be wild yeah i thought you meant better concerts like more pyrotechnic i thought people would have block parties and things like that i did not think you meant there'd be a 50 woman battle royale on collins ab <laughs> titties out thongs out I'm one lady's hair came off a dude grabbed it and he started running <laughs> 
That like, video was perfect. And I loved it because you had dudes getting into fights, girls just twerking. Remember like the summer of George with, with George Costanza? This is going to be the summer. Everybody, it's going to be, oh, it's the summer of Swin. It's the summer of Joel. I'm going to make it my summer. That's what everybody who's probably single or young, don't have kids, are going to make this all this whole summer. It's like, I'm going to go rage for the summer that didn't happen last year. I'm going to do this, you know. Nah, I, man. I, I know people that are married with kids and they're still going to say the same thing. Like, this is the summer of Priya. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, how dare you? Because I feel like you're attacking me right there. That he's looking at me. It's like I know. Is your name Priya? That's that's what I go by in these streets. That's but uh, yeah, man. I, I can't even I can't even begin to tell you like how many people. Like I said last last week, people are gonna lose their damn minds, and then we're just gonna be like, oh, I can't believe people are dying again. Oh, who, who would have seen this coming? I thought this was the flu. This is just gonna be like this is how dumb this is how dumb people are. DC, Washington DC, the yes. capital. Yes. They're decriminalizing shrooms. Nice. Mushrooms, psychedelic drugs. Yeah. So if you thought shit was going crazy <laughs> before, wait till now. <laughs> this is going to bring us back to like 2012 when yeah. bat salts were around. Yeah. So dude's going to be eating ass like literally. So the cannibal style. So, so there's there's a couple of things here, right? So this whole thing, I read up on this. This woman named Melissa Lavasani, who runs this plant medicine coalition, she said that shrooms helped her overcome anxiety, severe depression, panic attacks, and suicidal thoughts after the birth of her second child. Activists credit stuff like psychedelics, even with treating addiction issues. So this was kind of like, oh, this is a small step against the war on drugs. Remember the war on drugs that was big in the 90s? Everybody oh, was that like, we're oh, yeah, using yeah, constantly? Yeah. Yeah, so you know, like how there are these Mormon ass people who are gonna be like, oh, you know, weed is weed is a gateway drug when like so many studies have come out uh, hey, about leave Mitt Romney out of this <laughs> about the effects of weed and how weed has been used in treating so many so many diseases and stuff like that and helping with calming people who are going through very similar situations. So there was actual medical reasoning behind this and there's johns hopkins even opened up a center to study the effects of shrooms and they were they came out with studies saying like hey man this stuff i mean th th there might be something to it so anyway no it's true because the tokyo medical center said they've been studying this since the 80s yeah they have one patient named super mario every time he <laughs> takes a mushroom he is relieved i was really anxiety. i was really like yeah tell me about tokyo and uh, damn you really had me DC is trying to apply for statehood. Yeah, they and, are. And Republicans, and Republicans, of course, are worried because that'd be because DC, you like super Democrat state, like they vote Democrat like ninety four percent of the time. So they know that's an easy two seats in Congress for Democrats. That's another two seats. Oh, absolutely. They don't want to give that up. Wait, wait. You know, and because I've always said this, Republicans play to win the game. They don't care how they do it. They'll promise everything in the world, but they know in order to win the game is to make sure that you've got all the corporations on your side and they don't care about anything Whoa. else. My Jesus is packing. You know what I'm saying? And they were trying to figure out like, oh man, why didn't the, why didn't the DC, why didn't the National Guard come and protect all of the people in DC? That's because... DC doesn't have a governor or any kind of local legislator to kind of enforce that. So therefore they didn't get that kind of help. And so that was kind of the rallying cry. Like, no, we need to make DC a state because they, their population is equivalent to like South Dakota, North Dakota, uh, Wyoming, all of that. They have very similar populations. And this is, this is the stupidity, right? Cause, cause these are the reasons the Republicans, I swear to you, I'm not even, this isn't even an SNL skit. These are real uh, Comments from Republican leaders. All right. So Representative Glenn Grothman from Wisconsin said DC shouldn't be a state because DC doesn't have a doesn't have mining. Mining? Mining. Like coal? Yes. Yes. Which is irrelevant. Who, who, who cares that DC doesn't have mining? He's like, no, we should DC shouldn't be a state because of that. Representative Jody Heiss from Georgia insisted that DC would be the only state without a car dealership. <laughs> Like, that's the reason we don't have a car dealership. My, they can't drive you. around to the voting boots. <laughs> mind you, mind you, irrelevant. Also, not true. They do have car dealerships in D.C. Like, what the? 
right. Uh, they had they had this they had uh, this guy Zach Smith from the Heritage Foundation. Do you know what the Heritage Foundation is? Is it a foundation about heritage? <laughs> it's well, uh, it's a conservative think tank, right? They're the people who sounds about right. Do yeah. So coded coded racism. Let's just put it that way, okay? Very coded. But he's a witness that the Republicans invited to testify, and his main core argument was, hey, that we shouldn't give congressional representation for seven hundred thousand American taxpayers because local residents already impact the national debate because members of Congress see their yard signs while driving to Capitol Hill. So therefore, I have no idea where that <laughs> sentence is going. This dude said this like this dude a tweet, a tweet? like in front of Congress said this. Oh, in front of Congress. Yeah. And none of them like hit a gong and okay. keep it moving. Like there wasn't a big cane that yanked him I, off stage. I, I I wish I wish there was. Like I, honestly, honestly, over the last six years, C SPAN's ratings have got to have seen an increase. Cause this is crazy. Shot to the roof, bro. Have got to have been seen like what the hell? Why are these people in Congress? How are these people the best and the brightest of the bunch that we got to represent? Like, oh, they don't have a car dealership. They shouldn't be a state. That shouldn't be a that shouldn't be a state. Like you I feel like Republicans don't know how to use Google. <laughs> Like, like does DC have a dollar dealership? Yeah. I feel like doing that right now. You know, you know, typing in and then and does then DC have a car dealership. And, and then going back, now you know why DC's trying to decriminalize shrooms. You need shrooms just to sit through some of this shit that is going on in Capitol Hill in in Congress because the kind of stupidity. Because drugs has to be the only explanation for why these people act and behave the way they do. Um, by the way, Swithin, I did Google it, and there's a bunch of like articles, and one goes, "Does DC have car dealerships?" <laughs> Spoiler alert: Yes. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Like, did you hear about this lady? Because when we were talking about this, I thought that this was just a young girl, but she's 24 years old. She coughed on an Uber driver. She assaulted him. And now he, she faces, she faces, and I'm going to run these charges down. Okay. The charges are, uh, she's being charged with assault by means of force likely to produce great bodily injury against a transportation driver, which is a felony misdemeanor count of battery on a transportation driver and one count for contravention of a COVID-19 health order, meaning she coughed in his face and got six feet the other charges for a first degree attempted robbery on a transit operator because she snatched his mask she faces 20 years she faces up to 16 years and a three thousand dollar fine joel do you think do you think she deserves it do you think she should go for all 16 years what, what what's yeah. going on yes go into pound me in the ass prison do it do you I... remember michael bolton from office space <laughs> when he was like stealing like a little bit of money here and there yeah He's like, oh my God, I'm going to go to prison. They're going to pound me in the ass. I want her to feel that fear, but not actually go to prison. I will say this. The video showing, the video of the attack was bad for, for people who've seen it. The video is bad, right? She gets in with three other friends. By the way, the friends, as far as I read, have not been identified. So she she hasn't been snitching, y'all. She, she isn't snitching on her friends. But the attack was bad. And then she made this follow-up video where she was like, oh, that's how I was raised. Not take no shit from anybody. I'm going to F that dude up, blah, blah, blah. That was even worse. So I get why people were like, oh, F her. Throw the book at her. Throw her ass in jail. But come on, y'all. Just give her probation for the next five years make her work at a freaking make her work at best buy and be a manager there or something like that i don't know i mean she's already banned from uber and lyft so she's walking everywhere <laughs> she's walking she needs she that car money and get some sketchers <laughs> oh she got that gas money for for her co-workers <laughs> hope she got that gas money because she's she's gonna be uh it's gonna be very difficult for her did you see the Mickey D's worker? You were the one who actually told me about this, this Mickey D's worker who threw a blender at a customer. <laughs> threw a blender at a customer. So the customer is like getting angry and in the face of the worker. Okay. And she throws like her food back. So okay. her tray's on the counter. There's food that go hamburger and fries, whatever. They get into an altercation. She throws the hamburger back at the dude. And two seconds later, you see a blender flying out of nowhere and hitting her in the face. Wait, the worker who got the burger the thrown at her through the, the blender? Or the burger, yeah. are we are do we what? know the You're blender not, thrower? Who the blender thrower? No. Or was it I'm a sorry. tag team? Or was it or was it the manager coming through for, for the coworker and just throwing the blender at the at the person? Okay. You don't see who threw it because it's not in the angle of the okay. camera. But all you see, one hammer goes one way and then a blender comes the other way. That's that's not a fair fight. <laughs> It's not. But now I know why the McFlurry never works. <laughs> yeah, Joe, honestly, I'm on the side of any fast food employee in 
all of these Absolutely. videos. First off, if you're going to raise your voice in a fast food restaurant or drive through because your order was wrong, or for any reason, you need to reassess everything, okay? I don't care if you felt like that person was rude to you. Just go somewhere else. Ask for somebody else to help you. Still be nice. The worst thing that can happen is that they forget to give you a fries or a drink, right? Or they made your burger. Or they forgot to take the tomato out of a burger. Guess what? Move the damn tomato out of the burger yourself. You could do it. Trust me, okay? You're qualified. And then people who record this stuff, man, like some, oh, shit, I got you being rude to me. Have you ever seen the comment section of that? Everybody's like, dog, you are a straight-up bitch for recording this. And, like, you are an <laughs> asshole. Like, it's always everybody, everybody recording it gets dunked on and it's like it's like these are like they're worse people like man sit your whopper at eating ass down you better you get worked up over a mcflurry that machine is always broken stop fighting it you're arguing with a 16 year old the manager <laughs> is 26 they don't care they don't care about this job they don't care about this interaction either you want your money back or you want to change your order anything more move on come on actually do you remember somebody that recorded an altercation remember anjali <laughs> the girl that beat up the uber yeah. driver threw out all his papers and shit like that yeah. the person that recorded that video was her friend yeah and everyone's like yo why are you posting this yes her her he even like in the video he's like yeah go look what's going on blah blah i don't think they're friends anymore i i could be wrong anjali became like She's she had to, to give doctor. up her um her medical license her medical license right right she she lost a chance to become a doctor yeah but her friend did become a great amateur videographer Listen, and then one door closes, another opens. I mean, all of that for what? I you mean, know what I, sucks? He's thinking he's recording some kind of like world star type of shit. Yeah. But yo, she lost her job. She her lost career, her job. Her career. Yeah. Yeah. Like people, people keep forgetting the internet is forever, baby. Like even you can go to archived versions of the web. It, there are websites where you can even look at what the internet looked like in like 1997. Yeah, I've seen that before. You, you can go back in time and see all the shit that you used to do and you used to see and even stuff that you thought you deleted. You could see that shit, you know? Like, it's all there. The internet knows all. It will always have it as a record. Somewhere somebody found that stupid tweet that you probably shouldn't have. You know, like, it's out there. Like, I don't understand how people, like, don't understand that. Krispy Kreme is offering a free donut if you get vaccinated. What do you think about that? This is the best promotion I've ever heard in my life. This is the most American incentive of all time. Hey, beat this deadly virus and get some heart disease. <laughs> get some diabetes. Man, God, l listen, God bless America. You should have seen people got worked up about this. People were like, it's Yo, for obese real. people. All over social media. People were like, it's obese people who are having the most difficult time with COVID. No, COVID created a lot of obese people, okay? <laughs> you had extra time. Most of us weren't DIYing or getting in shape. Trust me, we know all the people who are productive with their time. They all have blue check marks on TikTok now. There's like 50 of you who lost weight. On congratulations, you you change your life, blah, blah, blah. And 70 of you who are like, oh, I never lifted a tool before COVID. And now look at this brand new chandelier that I crafted out of a single piece of wood. Shut up. Okay, we get it. Everybody else, everybody else on this planet had like 10 pairs of sweatpants in rotation in our closet. And that's, and we just sat there and started eating our way through our depression of being in doors and we dealt with it like normal people with a triple fudge sundae almost every single day okay we treated ourselves so while i probably don't need to treat myself to a donut after a vaccine putting a sugary treat on the other end of the vaccine needle okay that sounded like me telling people to shoot up heroin but let me try that again if i want to treat myself to a donut after a vaccine let me live jenny craig weight watchers all you fat shamers let me live you're fat <laughs> I am fat. I was a fat boy rant. Let me tell you, <laughs> let me just tell you. I, I was saying that while thinking about what my breakfast is going to be tomorrow. Now, I know we're going to be editing this and yeah. stuff like that. But people, he said that in one breath. <laughs> All right. No food came out of his uh, mouth. Nothing. He didn't run out of breath. Nothing. No asthma. Nothing. He didn't have to take an insulin nothing. shot. That was pure adrenaline. I'm, I'm, Props to you, son. <laughs> it's, it's true. It's true. Let me live. <sighs> Joe, how's your bracket doing? How's your NCAA bracket? Dead. Dead? As with everybody else's. We know what bracket busters are. And remember I told you this? Do not listen to us. <laughs> Ask your wife. Because you know why? Why? I said, oh, take UC Santa Barbara. Okay. Nope, they lost. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to burst your bubble if you didn't realize it. <laughs>
I I didn't do I, I didn't do a bracket this year, so I'm I'm like totally lost. I watched oh, maybe so thirty minutes the whole weekend of of NCAA action. So uh, okay, so, I see. So well, I'll run down what happened. Yeah, yeah. This is what we told people: take UC Santa Barbara. Okay. Take Georgetown. Oh. We also said take Winthrop. Okay. Take Colgate. Okay. Yep, all good so far, right? Yeah. I said Liberty was another one. Yeah. Guess what? Not a single one of those upset anybody. <laughs> This bracket had the most upsets, and we picked zero. Oh, God. So don't listen to me. Don't listen to Swithin. Yeah, no. Again, ask your wife, because she blindly picked people, and she was like, uh, yeah. Colgate sounds weird. <laughs> was that a dental school? Oh, <laughs> so she man. picked the right one. And of course, you know what happened this year? We all were sleeping on Loyola Chicago. And you know what they had? They had the power of the Lord. Oh, wow. Sister Jean, my friend, never bet against a sister on a Sunday. Hey, there we go. That's what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, that's what the lesson should be learned from here. Yeah, yeah. Never I I feel you, them. Sister Jean, man. First of all, I'm just surprised she she's still alive. Because uh, I mean, God, God bless her. Uh, she's in the triple digits for sure. Can, can I can, let me let me ask you let me ask you a question? Because you you watched a lot of this weekend, a lot of a lot of college. Ball. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, so when I watch the NCAA tournament, I'm always like thinking, like, all right, which one of these guys is really going to make an impact in the NBA? So out of the guys that you saw this weekend, who's the one guy that you're like, okay, that guy, he's going to be, he's going to be a star in the NBA? Maybe Buddy Boheim. You think so? Buddy's going to be. Son? Okay, can we? Can we? He's can not. We? He's not going to be something great. His stock definitely went up. Okay. But like Steph Curry's status, like he came out of nowhere a little bit, started lighting up a tournament. Yeah. Maybe this kid could be somebody. Can, Who knows? Can, can we can we just talk about the fact that Jim Beheim named his son Buddy? Yeah. Okay. Uh clearly he had no intention of playing a single role in his life. That's a deadbeat dad That's naming a deadbeat his child. Dad name. You would name your dog Buddy. You would name nah, you, you, know you, you just you just casually He's, it's like Boss guy chief You might as well Have just named your son that At this point He was figuring I'm gonna see this kid 20 years later I'm not gonna remember his name I'm gonna be Hey there Buddy But Exactly <laughs> He wasn't gonna know The kid's name We all know Jim Beheim Is married to the game Okay He's married to the Basketball game He doesn't have time To change diapers He doesn't have time To do any of that But credit Buddy Beheim Man He was getting the shout out From Carmelo Anthony he was like, oh, man, I remember, right there. I remember when he was just a little kid while I was leading the Syracuse to a national championship, you know? Okay, ni nice job, Melo. All right, we get you it. Know, uh, you know, had to shout out himself, of course. But yeah, stay mellow. Three to the dome. <laughs> it's crazy that there's, like, it's crazy to think that the coach, a successful college coach's son, you, in your opinion— could become a star in the NBA. Like you're you're talking like because of course he's white, so I gotta I gotta compare him to like Tyler Hero or or Duncan Robinson or Oh no no, who, no, no what no. what kind of style does he have? I haven't even seen Buddy Bayham play mind mind you. Yo, this kid got like a step back crossover. Oh really? He's got he's got handle? Not handle handle, but okay. one on one he could definitely take you. Oh damn! He has a Luca. He has a Luca kind of vibe. Whoa! Not the passing and the wow. handle, but you know how he like crosses you, step back, yeah, and hits a three. Okay, he's pretty smooth, man. Okay, okay, okay. The Giants, man. Giants made some moves this week. What you think? They, they got heavy. They got, they got a cornerback, number two cornerback, and they got a number one wide receiver. What do you think, dude? Super excited about Galladay. That's the big wide receiver we've always wanted. Yeah. Red zone. He can catch anything, comes his way. Yeah. I like that one a lot, especially for a guy like Daniel Jones. He needs a safety net like that. So I think God is going to have a big year, man. Yeah. I think 11 touchdowns. Ooh. Sound about right? Okay. Yeah. Over 1,000 yards? I like, I like, oh, easily over 1,000. Okay. Okay. Over 1,000 yards, 11 TDs. He's going to do his damn thing. Big, big numbers. Dory is the one that I'm a little worried about. Okay. That might be, we spent a little too much. Okay. I'll say this. I like it. I think a lot of people were like, the Giants spend too much, blah, blah, blah. Here's what I'll say. Every year, every year, the Saints are like $100 million over the cap. And then the first day of free agency, they hand out some ridiculous deal. And we're like, how the hell did they even find the money? But it happens all the time in the NFL. Money is not even real. You convert salary into signing bonuses like the Giants. They they did that to Bradbury and Blake Martinez. They created another $8 million in cap space. I think this is a good way of spending money. I mean, you want to be spending money on dudes that are in their 20s and not in their 30s. And the Giants have a ton of holes. So I echo this. Players want to come to New York. 
Like, guys are recruiting. Everybody signing mentions Joe Judge by name. Like, a year ago, all the talking heads were like, oh, my God, Joe Judge. <laughs> He's such a hard ass trying to be a tough guy, and he'll never win over his players. And it turns out a guy who learned under Nick Saban and Bill Belichick actually may know what he's doing. And I get killing Gettleman because that's a whole other discussion and whether these moves will end up being good will be decided on the field. But I, like, feel confident. Like, it'll be a talent issue. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's going to come down to it. And, and, and the other thing is, John Mara and Steve Tisch won't be signing off on shit else for Gettleman if this team doesn't go to the playoffs this year. That's adore. With his two career no. interceptions. <laughs> yep, that's that's going to happen all year. The, it, with his two career interceptions. All right, let's go. Galladay with your highlight real catches, giving Daniel Jones a proper number one receiver. I'm with it. But I'm just going to do a let's, let's see because you don't win Super Bowls in March. You win them. On the field in July and August, you win them in the dog days, and then you win them in December and January and February, okay? That's that's where we win. So we'll we'll see. I mean, they're they're upgrading their talent. And, and the one thing I will say, they are going to get a realistic look at Daniel Jones. You're going to know if he is your franchise quarterback this year. And, and that's all you can ask for. The same thing with the Jets. The Jets just signed Tevin Coleman. The Jets just signed a bunch of receivers. For their team, they got a good number of weapons. And if you believe them that they're sticking with Sam Darnold, if you believe them that they're not going to try and trade for Deshaun Watson, if you believe them, then they're going to actually get a realistic look at what Sam Darnold can do a quarterback with a real coach and a real coordinator. So we'll see. I mean, that's all you can ask, right? If you're a New York football fan, you're finally going to get a chance to see real, like realistically up close. Like, okay, do we have something at the quarterback spot? Dude, all I heard was Tevin Campbell. <laughs> I knew it. I, I, I said, mind, Tevin, like, I said Tevin Coleman first because I knew that would trigger you. And you would be like, you'd you'd be like Ashley Banks, like, <laughs> you'd be like Ashley Banks, like fainting. Happy birthday, dear Ashley. And then she just passes out. She just passes out like the Undertaker, yeah. man. But the free agency portion, okay. what the Giants did, free agency, this is where you target your needs. Let the draft be where you take the best player available. Uh, yes. And let the free agency be like, okay, we got a hole here. Cornerback number two, we, need, we got a hole? Boom, filled it, adore yeah. it. Wide receiver number one, got a hole? Boom, got it. Edge rusher got a problem? Boom, Leah Williams is back. So they have plugged the holes they had to with free agency. That means in the draft, you don't know where we're going. Okay. Is it Pitts? Is our, it a wide receiver? Is it Ed Rusher? Here's, okay, uh, and let me throw a scenario at you. Okay. Throw it. Somehow, Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddle, the defensive end from Miami, from Michigan, Rashawn Slater, they're all so available. Everybody we want. And um, Patrick Sertain is available. Let's just say, let's just say those five players are available at 11. Right now, March 24th, who do you got? Who are you taking Dude, if you're the Giants? I would trade back. Ooh. I would trade back. But, but Gettleman so doesn't. many studs. But Gettleman doesn't. You know that. Well, you ask what I would do. Okay. Okay, you fine. Say, what do you, I think Gettleman all right, would yeah, do? All right. Uh, all right. Fine. But if you're Gettleman, who are you picking at 11? Gettleman don't trade back. Right. He's he's old like yeah that's what like I'm saying. Dinosaur. He so don't who do are you shit. picking out of those five players? All five okay, players so are available. Those five. So Kyle Pitts, Jalen Waddle, okay. Rayshon right. Slaughter, Patrick Sertain, Michael Parsons from Penn State. Uh, Michael Parsons got issues, bro. He has yeah. like, a lot of off the field problems. Like he's been hazing dudes. There, there's like, a there's assaulting a, them. Like there's a weird. couple of outlets that have him coming to us because they're like, oh, offensively the Giants have. You know, kind of made big moves, so they don't need to focus on offense. They might need a day one linebacker, a guy you can it's, plug. It's and fine. Play. You could do that, but I don't think Joe Judge wants to deal with a guy like that. Like the locker room is the way it is, right? And he's got a lot of weird shit, dude. He yeah. sexually assaulted teammates. Like that's like some weird sodomy shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm not really about that life. Right. I'm not about you. Yeah. So no, no. I'm okay. Passing so Parsons. pass on Micah, but you've got five other choices. You got five other choices, dude. Who, who there's. Do you know? Why not take Kawiti Pay, the rusher from Michigan? Okay. You could, but I think if you're saying Pitts is still there at 11, which I highly doubt. Yeah. His if hype, he's there, I'm taking Pitts. The, the hype train is so crazy on Pitts right now that I'm... If I, he's there, I'm taking him. Yeah. It'd be crazy. Are you going to rely on Rudolph? Are you going to rely on Caden Smith? Oh, man. On Tulolo? Evan Ingram? Evan Graham Ingram? Yikes. No, I don't I'm know. not going to rely on any of them. Yeah. I can get, uh, I can get Kyle Pitts. Yeah five-year contract on the rookie deal yeah and say bye-bye ingram yeah trading for a fourth i love it no problem here i think i think so yeah yeah you can get that fifth back i think you'll get a fifth back for ingram at this point oh absolutely um that's a good point 
That's a good point. Um, you go. Yeah. You know, honestly, I, I really want that kid, Rashawn Slater, after I saw the video of him lifting and then him slapping his coach, who was slapping his back because he was so hyped that he pushed his coach. It, there, there's this video online. like, uh, And he's got the big goggles, so he looks like the, you know. Horace Grant? The, yeah. Just, just like mean. He's light skinned and and he's got the big goggles on, and he's just a big oh, dude. Like wild thing. Yeah. From uh, what's that movie? Major League. Major League. Yeah, man. He was just. Oh yeah. I was like, I was on board. I was like, yeah, I like this guy because not that I'm giving up on Andrew Thomas, but we remember how tough it was for what's Eric his face, Flowers. Eric Flowers, at tackle, and we kept trying to put that long rectangle freaking giant into a <laughs> into a triangle space, but we beard. couldn't. We could. We just couldn't fit. He just wasn't a fit. And then he turned it. He went to guard, and he had success there on other teams and it could be that andrew thomas is probably more suited to play another position on the line and you get a true tackle right uh, get slater who is a true left tackle a true left tackle because yes. thomas played right tackle correct or you could make him a left guard or right a guard. left guard or right guard uh, put him in the, put right, him in maybe, put maybe him at right away. guard put him at right guard just just make him go to his natural natural side and like try and see if you're gonna get any kind of value because it's well just take the best player available yeah yeah you can can't go wrong with extra talent. Yeah. You know, it's true. That's my thinking. All right. Let's talk about the NBA trade deadline coming up tomorrow, actually. Oh, that crap. What, what do you think the Knicks should do? Stay uh, put. Stay put. No. Um, I agree. I agree. Do not do anything. I like the vibe of this team. Don't need to add Oladipo. He's going to be a free agent. This is like mellow all over again. Like, do not give up assets for a guy. Hey, man, if he wants to come in free agency, great. Exactly. Great. Come in free agency. This is a young team. For real, man. If, if they want to give him to us for Alfred Payton and a bunch of signed Patrick Ewing sneakers, great. Let's go. Like, we'll do that deal. But otherwise, we're not giving up a real asset. I saw that the Knicks were linked to Andre Drummond, which was eh. which was shot down immediately. They said a lot of people in the Knicks front office don't like Andre Drummond. Nobody in New York likes Andre Drummond. Uh, hey, man, nobody the likes last him. Drummond that was in New York, okay. adopted two black kids. <laughs> now the world wow, don't move wow. to the beat of different drum. I just don't see the fit with a lot of the, the guys. What about Laurie Markkinen? Did you give up something for him? A stretch four? But he's always injured, bro. He's always injured. Nah, son, you can't Remember Remember, remember, he used to take those games with Kristaps real personal. Like he used to, oh, he used to be a beast against us. Would you trade He's a good for Aaron? player, man? No doubt about it. Yeah, would you trade for Aaron Gordon? Aaron Gordon? Yeah. The dunk contest, yeah. the true champion. That's another Agreed. guy I can't go for, man. Agree. Okay, okay, but we've had this discussion before. You just said that about Aaron Gordon. But you would trade for Zach Levine. Yes. Okay. What? What? But what is so much dunker. better? He's not just a dunker. Okay. Have you seen his game? He scores thirty. He scores. Yes. But he gets you he's five assists a game, five rebounds. No, you got to watch his game, bro. Thirty points, five rebounds, five assists. He can hit it from three. He's got a good stroke. Okay. I think he's going at thirty nine percent or something like that. Okay. Dude, his game totally changed. Man, that's a guy. I'd say yes. Okay. In the starting lineup, who are you, hands who down. Who are you giving up for Zach Levine? That's who are you the willing? problem. He's gonna cost a lot. You're, who you're talking I, about. You're talking about the. Like who would I the be Mavs pick up? is gonna go. Oh, there's multiple picks going. He's an all star, so this is gonna be hard. You're gonna say easily Kevin Knox. Uh, Absolutely. I don't know if they want Mitch Robinson. I'm not sure. Mm. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. But let's say, all right, Kevin Knox, two first-round picks, and they'll probably ask for IQ. Yeah, that's a no. I, that's to, a no me, automatically. to me, IQ and, and RJ are about as untouchable as I've ever seen in a long time with the Knicks. That's fan bias. That's, no, 100%. And again, and again, for your team, there's a certain... There's a higher value for a guy on a team than other teams will would be willing to give him because I think IQ, just the amount of videos that you see of him practicing his game afterwards, I mean, he doesn't say anything about the fact that, you know, the coaching staff restricts their minutes, even though everybody was like, yo, give IQ more minutes. Why isn't he starting? Why isn't he starting? Why is he only coming off the bench? And then RJ's development in the second year, man, dude is so big. You see guys try to post him up and they're just like going nowhere. They don't go anywhere. Dude is built. He's got really good footwork on the defensive end. Uh, like In the post, he holds his own, bro. Dude, dude, I saw, who was it the He's other long, day? yet somehow, bro, like, 
who was it? Oh yeah, Ben Simmons tried to back him back him down. He wasn't going anywhere. Ben Simmons is another dude built just like Barrett, where they're like lanky, but they're like strong. They have strong long, bases. Yeah, but they have this weird deceptive strength. Yo, but and and you see guys bounce off him when they try to defend him in the paint when he goes like to the rack. Like guys just bounce off him. It's very weird. There's no guy. no pushing down. Yeah, you can't back him down. Yeah, I like it. I like it, and I, and I feel like they get like one or two more shooters. Like apparently JJ Redick is going to be bought out of a contract. He lives in Brooklyn. Yes, it could be another guy going to the Brooklyn Nets and blah blah blah. But probably listen, yeah, man. he could easily come to the Knicks. Get easily if come we're to the Knicks. Bound? I'll take him. You know what I'm saying? He's like JJ Redick. I mean, I'd take him. Uh, you get another shooter for RJ to like kick the ball out to drive and kick, baby. I mean, they they almost came away with a win against again. We're, we're coming away with moral victories, but I feel like because of this team and where they're at right now in their development, I feel like you need to keep the guys together. I mean, I'm okay with cutting Alfred Payton, letting him go somewhere. I don't want to see him ever again. Alec, okay, who who would you let go in a trade or something? Like, who's ready to be gone? Everybody but IQ. I'm even willing to trade out any of our picks, but for the right player, for the right player. I'm not sold on Zach Levine. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not giving up multiple picks for him. I just don't. That's fine. I, I don't think that his game, I don't know what it is about him. Like, uh, did you hear Pascal Siakam got into a fight with his coach? That's the guy. But I'm so worried about dealing with what's his face because he's robbed the Knicks in multiple times, multiple years. Uh, Masai. Uh, Masai. Masai. Like, I would I would deal with him, but I know he's gonna like he's gonna Mm-mm. totally take advantage go. of the Knicks. So I'm not gonna deal He'll with him. But pull your panties down, whisper sweet nothing. Exactly, exactly. Yep. But again, it would have to be for the right player. But those are the only two guys, RJ and IQ. I think we're not trading any of those two guys unless, gosh, like it's a super wild kind of thing, dude. If Luca? one of those, absolutely, hundred percent. 100%. Luca, yeah, Luca, Luca, anybody, Luca. I would give him. I would give him Penn Station. I would give up. Uh, I would give up prime real estate. I'd give James Dolan and the. I'd give the straight shots and James Dolan. You know him and the band. Just just give them all up to the Dallas Mavericks for for Luca, so that Benedict Arnold, Kristaps uh, Porzingis has to be left with nothing but the bare bones of of lost memories in in Dallas. So petty. I am. I love it. It's New York versus everybody, baby. Anyway. Yeah, man. Be vindictive. I mean. All right, Joel. It's time for our sponsors. What do you got, man? Hey, listener. Wondering how to get rid of the items in your china cabinet you think have no value? Check out Indian Antiques Roadshow. They appraise, haggle, and sell your things so you can sit back and enjoy your ZTV. What you consider trash is someone else's garbage have old trophies from church picnics a wooden elephant statue missing a tusk or a brass tea set that has never been used for tea no worries indian antiques roadshow will give you some cold hard cash but don't take it from me listen to what sarah Majee from elma new york has to say indian antiques roadshow took all of my 90s and all in the calendars of my church bishops dating back from 1984 I forget money, but they took everything and I got 300 rupees. Money, other money. Um, do I have to say any more? Now, thank you, Andy. Indian Antiques Roadshow takes your nonsense and turns into dollars and cents. Visit Indian Antiques Roadshow on the web at www.geocities.com slash thirdingy slash Italy Sambar slash Indian underscore antiques underscore roadshow dot HTML or email them at josephkjoseph at juno.net. Indian Antiques Roadshow. Your trash can be someone else's. Back to you, Swit. That website sounded like Ryan from The Office opened up a Word document and created that, created that address. I think that's where they got it from. Oh, man. Inspiration, oh, man. my friend. All right, Joel. I do have a review. I have my own little uh, review that I want to give, and I want to give it for the Justice League movie that just dropped on HBO Max. So if you saw 2017's Justice League, you might be asking yourself, why am I even watching the Snyder Cut? What's so much better that we need a four-hour version of a barely okay movie? It turns out what makes this movie better than the 2017 version is also what makes this worse. Like, let's start with the good, okay? The special effects were amazing. We get more Dark Side, more backstory of Dark Side's first conquest of 
Rebirth, which is really cool because you got to see a lot of really cool characters. And without spoiling anything, it gave us comic book movie fans a ton of guest cameos that'll like really make people happy. Now, okay, now the bad, okay? And there's a lot of bad because it's a four-hour movie and you just shouldn't have a four-hour movie. Like Joel and I talked about this the other day and we couldn't even name a single movie that should be four hours. And as people who have watched plenty of Indian movies, there's no reason a movie should be longer than three hours. It took me three days to watch this movie, Joel. The fact that it broke up the movie into six parts made a four-hour movie seem like... Six parts? Yeah. It made it seem like a 15-hour movie. It was such a bad idea. I was like, oh my God, there's part four. And I was like, what are we doing? What, like, what, what's Bro, going on? Bro, even Hindi movies like stop after a while. It, they have an intermission and I just don't understand. Oh, yeah? I just don't understand where they were planning on doing this intermission for this movie or were they expecting everybody to sit on their Good asses God. for four hours. But anyway, we had the patented Zack Snyder slow motions for every freaking move like can we stop i understand slowing down to see the flash do his thing but wonder woman bringing her hands together to create a blast please and speaking of wonder woman the dramatic music for wonder woman when she would sit down when she would get up when she'd go to the bathroom when she'd go to the fridge to get milk it was this like freaking <laughs> whale <laughs> like a baby seal was getting clubbed and a woman from PETA was being forced to watch it and you just hear her crying like I didn't even understand what was going on and then reshoots where some people forgot to go back to their old 2017 weight don't we all wish we could all go back to our old weight mm. my man mm -hmm. Ben Affleck went from square line like really chiseled jaw to rectangle jaw lay off the donuts Affleck and finally the movie seemed all over the place did I tell you it had six parts it took Marvel from 2008 to 2019 and 20 plus movies to pull off the stuff they did in Infinity War and Endgame. They laid the foundation brick by brick. DC thought they could 300 their ass right to the front of the line, and this, while a noble attempt at a more enjoyable movie than the 2017 version, still fell short. DC had the blueprint. They had watched Marvel do this. Think about this, Joe. In 2008, Marvel released Iron Man, and DC released Dark Knight the sequel to Batman okay. Begins. Now, nobody, that. if you had polled 100 comic book fans as to which comic book store had a better future, it would be unanimous. You would have said DC because, let's be real, Dark Knight is a better movie than Iron Man. Absolutely. Right? After all, they had much more beloved comic book characters. But Marvel had an actual plan because remember, at the end of the Iron Man movie, there's Nick Fury coming to ask Iron Man to join the Avengers initiative. They were building right, something. Correct. They were building something bigger and better setting them on the course of changing the superhero movie complex altogether. Now, that movie set them up to where they now print money, where they drop content, whether it's through Disney Plus or in the theaters, right? Their superhero team-ups are guaranteed a Billy Plus. DC, they thought they could neglect all the character world building and unifying and put these famous characters on screen and throw Superman and Batman in a single movie and Wonder Woman and The Flash, and they thought they could do that and then work backwards, but it hasn't worked out. For their own sake, I hope they scrap this stupid idea. They move forward with a person who has a singular vision and a plan like marvel with kevin feige and one day we will get a reasonable sensible justice league movie without the need of a four-hour fanfic made by a teenager with add wow yeah goodness gracious yeah, that, that that is just i just dropped that, harsh man that, that's what i call a truth bomb Okay, and I hope DC heard it. Okay, that was the truth bomb. Dude, there's people we know that are in love with Batman. They proclaim they're Batman. <laughs> they love DC so hard, bro. They, they ride because DC. Because of Batman. They, they, they do ride DC, but let me tell you something. Like, okay. You go so hard okay, at it, man. If you made a list of superhero characters, how many characters would you name would it be dc characters like like if you had polled a hundred people people would be like just name comic book characters superman and batman are one and two right in whatever order batman superman yeah, superman sure. batman. how many other characters come before you get to a single marvel character how many more oh actually here's the thing you know you said superman batman are one and two yeah i don't think so anymore man <laughs> i think people can be like iron man thor captain america uh, but that's Hulk. the thing it, that's but, the point, like, right but like 15 years ago if you would have done a poll and said like hey name right Cam it's superman batman boom right crazy thing is I'm, I'm listening to binge mode right and they're doing all of the marvel movies and they said like the reason they picked iron man to start do you know why they picked iron man to start I think you told me this a long time yeah. ago. It's merch. So they had like a room full of comic merchandise uh, like, everywhere, right? Yeah, people just just to be like, hey, uh, we're gonna list names of characters and their powers and their abilities. Which one are you most interested in buying merch? And it was overwhelmingly Iron Man. And that's Wait, how they made the decision. The thing? They that that's how they made their decision to go with Iron Man first. Because Iron Man technically, he's not even a like a A-level Marvel character. 
Like Tony Stark was never even like an no, A level Marvel. Wasn't. Right. You're actually yeah. correct. Yeah, he's like a B level character in in Marvel's in Marvel's canon. Like in the real comics. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah. It's, it's it's he's a second tier guy. So it was dubious choice. But look how well they pulled it off. We're looking into a guy like Robert Downey Jr., who probably, by the way, in the first Iron Man, Terrence, what, what's his face? He got paid. Terrence more. Howard. Terrence Howard got paid more he than Robert Downey. Be, oh, wait, wait, what? Yes, he got paid three and a half million, and Robert Downey more? Jr. didn't even make that much money when they. No. Went the, and the reason he got replaced in that movie, in the second movie, is because he asked for more money again than Robert Downey Jr. And they were like, you know, it says Iron Man, right? Like, we made a mistake. Like, remember Terrence? I think he was coming off of uh, like Hustle and Flow. Yeah, Hustle and Flow. And he was like coming off and he was like one of the hottest actors. And like, there's that line in Iron Man where he looks at the war machines like, next time, baby. You know, like Terrence Howard voice. But like, that was the reality. Like, they were taking a chance with Robert Downey jr because he hadn't really made his comeback yet and so like it's kind of wild to think that they rolled with that and that's the guy that they were banking all of this on and look how well it's paid off like when you have a clear vision of what you want to do and you don't have like you know like these wild crazy people with no sense of world building don't know what they're doing I mean, you just see, like, that's why Marvel is where it is, and that's why DC is still playing catch-up, and it's going to continue to play catch-up. They need to, like, slow their roll down, reset everything, even though the Snyder Cut made it seem like, oh, there might be more movies in the future for this, but... Okay, you're big into the comic thing yeah. and movies. I don't know if you have an answer for this. What would you do to get DC to that level? Okay. Have Did you, you watch the Deadpool this? movies? Oh, I love Deadpool. Those okay. Are do you remember where he goes, like, oh, you're so dark? What are you from the DC universe? <laughs> you know, uh, and it's true. Like Superman is not a dark character. The whole point no. of Superman is that he's this bubbly guy and he's this like lovable loser. And as Clark Kent, but he turns into this really strong bastion of love. But they made him this loner who's just trying to figure out. Like yes, those themes are still there. But the reason why people love Superman don't harp on it so hard. You know, yeah. The reason why people love Superman is because he is this icon of like good and that's how they should treat superman they should they should write it up as that there's like this really long like kevin smith interview where he talks about like what he would do with superman which i really think people should i think dc executives need to go watch that i think it's a good plan but again you need to like build these characters up and create a universe you have so many great characters you have so many great like directors that you can choose from to kind of build but you really need a kevin feige you need a guy who understands what you're trying to to do like kevin feige goes and he's on every set for every movie because he's like hey we're doing this this is gonna set up this so you need to do this you're gonna say this line all that dc doesn't have that they need they need somebody they need like an architect to kind of build so they don't have someone who has a vision yeah they don't for like three five years yeah, down man. the line like how do we tie everything in blah 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 like like i said 15 years ago if you would have said hey man do you want to see an avengers movie or do you want to see a justice league movie everybody would have said justice league i would have been the same i would have said Justice League. You said Justice I'm a League in person. So exactly, okay, and, and, and I feel you. I yeah. You. So so DC had the upper hand from the start. They just gave up their lead. They just gave mm. up their lead. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Joel, did you catch Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yes, I took your advice. Mm. You said watch it. I asked you, do I need to see WandaVision? Because I yeah. didn't. And you said, go for it. Watch yeah. it. Okay, it's a first episode. Yes. There's not too much to get into. Okay. It's more about setting up what yeah. happened post. First of all, spoiler alert. You know, yeah, yeah. didn't see what's going on. Yeah, like, you, you should just skip this section. Right. Yeah. Just skip, buddy. Yeah. It's a first episode. There's not much to go on. Cool little fight scene in the beginning with Falcon flying around and stuff like that. Yeah. I was talking to my wife and and I'm like, yo, isn't he super fast when he's flying? How can he not catch up these dudes in squirrel suits and shit like that? I'm like, you should have been caught up to them. And she's like, yeah, but then there's no chase. There's no helicopters and all that shit. They were wearing like, hefty yeah, bags. Yeah, they were wearing hefty yes, bags. Exactly. They were flying faster than the Falcon. I was like, what is this? He had to send off his little mini drone to catch people. So I was like, okay, this is a little unrealistic right yeah. now. There is a little bit of a backstory. They made it seem like Captain America died. Like, yeah. did you get that feeling? I was like, oh, yeah. what happened? Did I miss something? Right. I mean, you saw Endgame. I did. He 
retired, but they made it seem like the man died. In the whole episode, there's a statue and the shields in the Smithsonian yeah. and people talking about yeah. him like, oh my God, do you remember Captain America? And then every time you see Falcon's face, he looks so somber. And I'm trying to think to myself, wait, Tony Stark died, right? Not Cap. <laughs> so I was a little confused. So I had to watch it again. Here's another question I have. This isn't even a spoiler alert. If you haven't watched Endgame, what the hell? Oh, it's yeah, been yeah, since 2019. Yeah. If you seen okay, sorry. We're going to spoil it. In the movie, Captain America comes back from the time machine and he's like 100 years old. But Bucky is the same age, but he's young. Can Get somebody this. explain how Captain America is super old and Bucky looking like, you know, a snack at 25 years old? You know, like, this what the hell? Ponce de Leon, yeah. motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, can somebody explain that to me? This is the second of four TV shows that they're going to premiere this year on Disney Plus. Oh, what else do they have? So they have this, an animated skit for What If. They just had WandaVision. They'll premiere a Hawkeye series oh, later on this year. So if you're wondering why we need a Falcon in the Winter Soldier show, well, with WandaVision, we saw why. It gives it basically gives Marvel an opportunity to give the shine to characters from the Avenger movies that never got their own standalone movies, right? So that's why there's a Black Widow movie coming out in July and a Hawkeye series coming out later this year. So we're going to get backstories. And so what happened in episode one? Well, we found out that white people in government can't possibly wrap their heads around a black dude carrying around Captain America shield. <laughs> Yo, for real. It seems like this show will take on like race, nationalism, and of course have your occasional bad guy blowing shit up so the nationalistic comic book fan won't feel so uncomfortable. You know, make them feel good too. But if you haven't watched WandaVision, yes, the show loosely ties to future Marvel movies, which every Marvel movie did. But like that show, I think for guys like Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan, I don't think they want to be stuck playing the same characters for another decade or so. So for me, I'm looking at how they set up the newer characters to take over in Marvel and how this will ultimately set up the next wave of movies like Phase 4, Phase 5, and how Marvel kind of forges ahead and who the new superpower is now that Thanos is gone, right? So right, you got to figure these yeah. tier two characters kind of like a phased out, right? Yeah, like Don Cheadle, you, you think he's going to be playing War Machine, like War Machine? over the Come next on. 10 years? I don't think so. I think Sebastian Stan. Falcon. Yeah. War Machine, Hawkeye. And, all these characters and, will probably get phased out at some point. It's wild, right? Because a lot of these guys get fatigued. I would assume Robert so, Downey yeah. Jr. was like, man, I was tired of playing Iron Man. At some point, I was just tired of doing this. Think about it. Daniel Craig, he's tired of playing Bond. He's like, dude, I'm done. Like, I'm done. Bro, I thought you said Craig David. <laughs> no, Daniel like, Craig. Has he played? Daniel Craig playing Bond. Bond is like, you could eventually... It's iconic, bro. Yeah, it's an iconic role. But you play like Bond in four or five, six movies, and you're just like, that schedule is so rigorous and tough that you're almost like, that's the only movie. That and like, you're doing Shakespearean dramas for six weeks at some like yeah, local ass like spot. Yeah, like the Bond dialogue, the whole thing about it, just bland. Like, there's no character depth to it. No. You know what I'm saying? The whole point is that he's like a robot, just kind of like looking around and like blowing shit up and looking... This Nice this perfect and, man, this perfect yeah. assassin. Nothing's wrong. No hair yeah. is out of place, blah, blah, blah. And that's the thing. Like I get, I, I get fatigued too. You know what I'm saying? WandaVision was supposed to be the fourth show. They flipped it. They made it the first show that they oh, premiered. Okay. And so that's why it kind of sets into Doctor Strange. I think it's supposed to be setting up Doctor Strange later on. Think about he it. he has timelines and all that shit. And in WandaVision, I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but they do introduce like a character that I think is going to play a huge role, right? And kind of shows where... Marvel is going with the next set of movies, right? There's talks of they're bringing back Blade. Did you know this? Mahershala Ali yes, I did. is going to play Blade. Perfect. Perfect pick, too. I like that. Perfect pick. Yeah, I 100% agree. It made so much sense. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that dude is the perfect guy to take over for Wesley Snipes. Perfect. You know what's the worst part? There's going to be people that think that is Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but they're going to have, they're going to introduce, again, newer characters. They have this movie, The Eternals, coming out. They're coming yep. out with Fantastic Four. So you already know that Marvel is leaving Earth and they're going to deal with stuff in space. So you. Right. No, we talked about that. Like mystical arts, and you're you're talking about like a lot of like galactic shit. Yeah, man. like super superpowers. Yeah. Remember how Captain Marvel came and her powers way too much for everybody on Correct. Earth? Correct. Like she was way too big for the yes. Avengers. Yes. She said she couldn't even help them out because she was dealing with bigger shit. I mean. So imagine you, what her world is like, what her galaxy yeah. revolves around. So you're going to see guys like Nova and all these crazy right. guys, the God Killer. Yeah. I mean, Thor's next movie is going to have Christian Bale playing the oh, God. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, I think his name is Gore the God Butcher. They're going to have him. They're going to have every single actor of note in right. the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 
universe. They're if just you gonna weren't have in MCU, you're going to be you're gonna in, be in it. Like and Timothy Chalamet, get ready. Exactly. So have you watched Kim's Convenience? Uh, the show on Netflix is a Korean. Yeah, the Korean deli owner. So the guy who plays the son a couple of years ago, this is back when he was a nobody, right? He like okay. tweeted at Marvel. He's like, hey, you know what? You should have Asian lead. And guess what? I'm ready to play. Ooh. And he made this like really like cheap looking home video of him doing like karate like skills. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh. They're publicizing the fact that this guy made this video and made this call out. Now he's a big star and he is going to be in a Marvel movie coming out this year, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So oh, they're coming out okay. with that. The one I'm most looking forward to is that animated show, What If? And it's basically like seven or eight episodes where they deal with very strange alternate universe uh, happenings. Like you have Peggy becomes Captain Britain instead of Captain America. Oh, she cool, gets cool, the cool. super zero serum. So she becomes the yeah, protector. Yeah, yeah. You've got something with Doctor Strange. You've got Black Panther, but T'Challa is not the Black Panther. It's the guy. Is Shuri, whatever. No, 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 not Shuri. They're actually, it's played by, what's his face? Who was the villain in Black Panther? Oh, Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Jordan. His character is the actual Black Panther. Oh, no. He becomes the Black Panther, and he's a good guy. So oh, they do all man. these, like, different scenarios. So that's the one I'm really looking forward to. And then you have the Spider-Man movie coming out at the end of the year. So you've got a lot of, of Marvel content coming out, and the What If show is the one I'm looking forward to the most. The second one would probably be the Spider-Man movie because of all the things that they're hinting at doing the whole Spider-Verse, it should be cool. And again, as special effects get better, especially with where Marvel is thinking about going, which is outer space, it's going to be huge. But again, Marvel said that they were going to release Black Widow in movie theaters and on Disney+, Plus, which is yes, I did see that. which is a huge blow, right, to, to movie theaters. All their movies are going to be released on HBO Max. They're not... I'm going to need that login, man. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what that holds. I like where the Falcon and the Winter Soldier are going. I think Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan have a really good chemistry together. I think it'll be interesting to explore that. But we'll see. I feel like I'm going to be looking out for the other characters. Like, they, they're not going to tie in directly with the movies, but I think they're going to have, like, little subtle things that are going to let fans go crazy trying to figure out oh what does he mean by this is he trying to hint at you know because the fans all want to know who's the big bad guy who's the thanos that's going to come out right. and emerge who's the villain who's the super villain yeah, that, that everybody was gonna go after so we'll see they can't bring back cat because the dude they put at the podium yeah you saw that dude yeah. that dweeb he couldn't even be captain crunch bro <laughs> yeah and it was such a it was so stupid but i like that they're tackling something as like sensitive as that issue because you know as we all know nationalism is kind of running rampant in this country as we speak but it is cool that marvel is is deciding to kind of broaden their horizons you know marvel is famous for being like no we don't curse and we'll we only make pg-13 movies it's it's part of their business plan right do they not curse they do curse but they're very smart with how they use language but they try not to curse because remember the whole business plan of disney is they want it so that kids can go to the movie theater and what happens if you get your kids to go that means an adult has to join them adult has to go so it's they like want concessions you're yada, yada, yada. yeah you're done it's a big domino it's a effect big domino effect and then that's why disney makes the amount of money that's why disney theme parks are so expensive to go to but people go flock millions and millions of people go every year I mean, it's crazy. It's a money-making machine, and Disney knows what it's doing, and they know what they're doing with these shows, so we'll see. We'll see. Well, there's going to be a lot of content. Every week, I'll drop a little uh, little review of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. All right, man. So, Joel, it's time to give our shout-outs. Who you got, man? Yo, I'm going to shout-out the Boogie Down Bronx. Mm. They made a place called Big Pun Plaza. <laughs> it's basically the junction of Fordham Road and Grand Concourse. Okay. So they unveiled it. Everybody comes down the streets. They're blasting Big Punk song. You know, you know that verse that no one knows how to pronounce. The little, 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 oh, little. hell no. That in the middle, <laughs> little, 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 little. We know that we riddle some middle mm. men who didn't do diddly. Yo, I've been practicing okay. that okay. all my life. Man, don't don't Yo, test me. That's I take great, it back. That's the greatest. That is the single greatest bar ever in rap. I don't care. Oh, you're not. Wow. You're not. I'm you're so not impressed. touching that. Damn, son. Well, good for you. <laughs> 
Shout out Swift for remembering <laughs> that bar. Yo, if you can do the Busta Rhymes first. Oh, no, hell no. I don't mess with Busta. No. Nope. Everywhere we go, we gotta get it again. do it. No, you can't do that nope, one? No. Nope. That's I fine. Didn't even try. It's okay. But I still gotta get some more shout outs. I gotta shout out Draymond Green. Oh. This dude is proving that anyone can have confidence if you're delusional. He said, I am the greatest defender of all time in hey. the NBA. Hey. And every single mm. person said, huh? Oh. I was like, man. Yo, Draymond has gone Kanye. <laughs> Only person that could love Listen, Draymond is Draymond. He got max money for what he was doing. He can talk all <laughs> the shit he wants. Yo, he is definitely a first team defense, possibly defensive player of the year. Yeah. But don't say of all time. We got Scott no, Pippen, he's, not Rollin, he's not all so time. He's not all time. Yeah, there. I would put Peyton up there. I would put Pippen up there. I put MJ yeah. up there. Ben Wallace won ben three Wallace defensive one. player of the year awards. That yeah, bitch. There's so many people. Yeah, there's a lot of people. So so let's let's stop with yeah. that. Because even Rudy Gobert has more DPOYs than you. How about this? In the 2010s, he's the best defender of the 2010s. For now, he can have it. Well, not Rudy for now. Gobert, the 2010s are, are over. No, so Rudy Gobert was better than him. So how about that? No, Rudy Gobert is not as good as Yeah. Draymond. No. He had more defense. Well, right, right now, so. right now. Yes, but I think because Draymond can defend all five positions well. That's yeah. one. But I got to get one more. Yeah. And this one hits home. Okay. For the brownies like us. Oh. I'm shocked that this didn't happen earlier. My man, Mohanlal, a.k.a. Laladin, he's doing his first directorial debut. Wow. A movie called Baraz. I don't know what mm. that means. Okay. But uh, there's subtitles for a reason, right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. So shout out to Mohanlal. Oh, man. The greatest OG. Okay. Who you guys with? All right, man. I want to shout out the dude who managed to clog up the Suez Canal. Did you see this? What did you say? The container ship. There's a container ship called the Ever Given. Longer than the Eiffel Tower somehow managed to short circuit and went sideways and is now blocking the Suez Canal, causing a delay <laughs> on one of the largest supply chains in the world. It created hundreds of millions of dollars in damages in just a few days. Like this guy so just you like why gas prices going up? It did affect gas prices. Shout out to Randy Johnson. This day, 20 years ago, you threw a baseball in a meaningless spring training game and killed a bird who was flying yes, by. I knew it. All you saw was a bird and a bunch of feathers just going up in the air like Thanos just snapped his fingers. Like it was nuts. So shout out to him, man. And uh, shout out to Lonzo Ball. Hopefully this time next week you'll be a New York Knicks. I don't know. Ooh. Who knows? We'll see. That's the show. Thank you again for joining us. Hit the subscribe button. Drop us a five-star review and tell a friend to tell a friend. Let's go.